Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Remember the end of 2019 when you may have heard a few words on the news about some illness over in China that couldn't possibly have any relevance to us in the USA? By January 2020, we started to know otherwise, and by March, the massive shutdown hit. So November and December of 2019 were the last of our carefree days before the coronavirus pandemic took over our lives. We're headed back to those months to remember the Song of the Soul guests of those wide-open days, filling up our hearts with the blessings of those easier times. We'll have excerpts from six guests, and in reverse order, they will be Sally Rogers, Dean Stevens, Sigrid Christensen, Micah Nelson, also known as Particle Kid, preceded by a group called The Fair and Best, which means we'll start off with Susan Salador. Susan is in Chicago, and though much of her music is youth or kid-oriented, we'll share one that is not targeted to kids. Susan Salador joined us for Song of the Soul back on November 16, 2019. Here's a bit of that visit. That album, Songs in the Key of High, I did after my father passed. I wanted to do something sort of in tribute to him. So I gathered all the Jewish songs that I sing, original and traditional, and I put them on that particular recording. And that might lead us to the next song, which is, I think My Father Sings Old Songs is on that one. I wrote a song for my dad in honor of his 70th birthday. He's passed now and he lived to be 82. But I always sung at his birthdays. And then when he turned 70, I thought, you know... I think I need to write him a song. I had written my daughter's songs, you know. So I wrote a song that I think might you might be able to hear a little bit of musical theater in it. Anyway, it's called My Father Sings Old Songs. My father, Leonard Salador, loved music, as did my mother. He worked for Decca Records for many, many years. He was like a PR guy. So my childhood was filled with the turntable constantly playing the music of Judy Garland and Ella Fitzgerald and all the great female singers and male singers. Mel Torme is probably my most favorite torch singer. Lots of jazz, not so much blues, but jazz and torch songs and standards. Frank Sinatra, of course, Bing Crosby. Anyway, anything I know about music really came from both of my parents, but especially my dad. Through him, I got to meet some really very cool people who recorded for DECA over the years. Like when I was a little kid, I met Jackie Wilson, believe it or not. And I met Rosemary Clooney, and my dad worked with Sammy Davis Jr., also one of my favorite vocalists. And my father idolized Sammy Davis Jr. My father got to see many, many people perform in his work doing PR for DECA Records. And uh, like I think he was there 18 years. But he said Sammy Davis Jr. was the most amazing performer he had ever seen. 
there's a very famous recording of Judy Garland at, I think it's Carnegie Hall, and my dad and mom were in that audience the night that was recorded. And you can actually hear my dad at the end when she's taking suggestions for encores. My dad, I think my dad shouts out Swanee. So anyway, that's the household I was raised in. My parents idolized singers. There's not much of a mystery as to why I became a singer. I think I got a tremendous amount of accolades from my own parents. So now you get to hear where Susan Salador's musical inspiration comes from. It's from her father. In 1996, on her recording by heart, she includes my father's song. My father sings old songs And he says, come sing along And so in harmony we sing And it's then I know the joy they bring To him He takes the kids upon each knee Susan, that song so wins my heart that I especially love it. I love children's songs too, and I I sing songs with children, and I'm that kind of an adult. But that song in particular, you're singing straight to my heart. And did he really teach you? Was he your first music teacher, or your last, or your main, or whatever? I guess so. I remember singing for me and my gal with him when I was very little, like six or seven. And he, we did harmony. I was, I guess, I guess I was able to stay on the melody and he did the harmony. 
yeah, for me and my gal and oh, lots of different songs. And it was a big deal in my house when you could, so the record player was like an altar in my house and you had to be like a certain age and get taught how to use the record player that was, you know, connected to the good speakers in our little house on Long Island. And I remember that was like a rite of passage. I didn't actually buy many albums on my own when I was a teenager. That wasn't my thing. I just went through my parents' collection. And when we moved from that home, I remember my father saying that he had 7,000 albums in that house. But you said he worked for DECA. Yeah. When you worked in the music business, you know, you would trade albums, you know, so friends of his who worked at Capitol, they would, you know, they might trade Bing Crosby for Rosemary Clooney kind of thing. You really grew up steeped in riches. I think so. Yeah. Judy Garland. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> what a father Susan Salador had and shared with us back just over a year ago, pre-COVID. The full 55-minute program with her is on the northernspiritradio.org website under the title Making a Circle of Song. Just a week later, on November 23rd, 2019, I welcomed Dada Veda to share the winners of the Songs of Social Change contest. He spoke about several of the finalists, and we'll share with you today one of the top songs from that year's competition, sponsored by the Renaissance Artists and Writers Association, that Dada Veda explains in greater detail elsewhere in the interview. But right now, we'll have Dada Veda introduce the fairest and best. Let's hear about some of the fruits of last year's contest. Who shall we share next? The next one also comes from Canada and Ontario. But this is another theme. So another theme that we get recurring in the entries is about refugees, because you know how the situation is around the world and then particularly in the U.S., you know, with our treatment of refugees. So this is a a nice group from uh, Ontario. There's a six-person group called The Fairest and Best. They made a song, it's called It Could Be You. And they're a six-person group, but if you will check, there's a link on our rawa.net website. There's a version of them on YouTube where they have a whole choir singing this song. So I think it's a great song. Um, It's called It Could Be You. You see them on your TV screens, in newspapers and magazines, leaving everything they have behind. It's a journey they don't want to take, they take it for their children's sake. Can you say you wouldn't do it too? Humanity staring at you if you choose to see it could be You seem to comprehend Life's just a lottery, my friend 
when did you decide the game was through? like you people who have dreams like you the group is the fairest and the best the song was it could be you and my guest today talking about the songs social change volume 3 is Dada Veda. And of course, Dada, I'm saying the short form just because two syllables is easier than five exactly. or six. <laughs> Would you care to introduce yourself to our listeners with the full name? The full, full name or the full name? Oh, let's <laughs> go full, okay. full, full, okay. full. Full, full is Acharya Veda Pragyananda Avaduta. Otherwise, it could be Dada Veda Pragyananda. I'll, I'll explain. Dada means that is really just a, kind of a, a generic, it means elder brother. And Acharya is, means a teacher, one who teaches by his conduct and way of life. And Veda Pragyananda is the spiritual name, the monastic name given to me by my guru. And it means the one who gets ananda or bliss through knowledge and wisdom. And Avaduta is another kind of title or it, it signifies a tantric monk. So it's a lot of stuff in there. We all had an opportunity to get to know Dada Veda better with that excerpt of the November 2019 interview about the winners of the annual Songs of Social Change competition. The full program is on the NordenSpiritRadio.org site with five other songs and musicians under the title Artists Changing the World. And then the following week, we had a return visit from someone we had just started to get to know in September with our glimpse of the Farm Aid concert and the music of two of Willie Nelson's kids, Mike and Nelson, also known as Particle Kid, and his brother, Lucas Nelson. On November 30th, Micah came back to share a full-scale Song of the Soul. We talked about Cuba and growing mushrooms and much, much more, and then headed for Micah Nelson's music. 
maybe we should launch into some of your music. And I'm pretty sure those mycelium are going to come back in the music. <laughs> That's the idea. That's the ultimate goal. <laughs> so you've planted some spores of music. How shall we start your song of the soul, Micah? Let's start with Forever Friend, I think, just because... That's the first song on, on my self-titled album. That album was the first album that was really self-actualizing for me as a songwriter, I think, in the sense of, you know, really focusing on songwriting versus sonic experimentation. You know, and there's plenty of that happening on that record, but underneath it all, I just played the whole record with an acoustic guitar. And each one of those songs, I wanted to make sure that stripping away all the production they still held up as songs that could be played just with a voice and a guitar and, and still tell a story and still be engaging and be a journey that song in particular that was kind of the first song that i wrote that seemed to set the tone for some of the themes on the record kind of being like not really knowing whether the song is relating to an actual human person or a relationship with a lover or it's an existential relationship with the, the multiverse, you know, and some sort of higher consciousness. And I liked just writing the line between those things and blurring the lines between those things and relating them through these songs. Let's listen to it. It's by Particle Kid, self-titled album. We have here today Micah Nelson sharing Forever Friend. I will be young Only for so long And I will be afraid Forever if I don't jump now your sea only in my dreams will I be free again forever is not the end forever is my best friend Forever is not 
deep thoughts and a lot of musical mastery. Uh, That's actually the thing that I noticed so much about your music, Micah, 
is and songs like Forever Friend and all the others. The song, the singing, I think you've got a great voice and you sing well, and the content of your songs is rich for me. But the musical intricacy underneath it, the way you play with music, when you're doing music with Neil Young or with your father, when Willie Nelson and Sons are up on stage, how much are you the vocals and how much is it, is the vocal thing something that got added on later? It's so clear to me that you're so harmonious with your guitar. It seems to me that you could be simply an instrumentalist. Oh, I see. But clearly you do the vocals very well. You do the singing very well. But it seems to me that maybe your first love was the guitar and that part of the music. Well, I, I wouldn't say the guitar per se, but definitely, yeah, the music itself and textures and complexities between two different sounds playing together and talking together. I mean, I could get lost in in just that. I've done a little bit of scoring work, and I used to, as a kid, love listening to scores of different films. And I used to make my own little films, animated films or little home movies. And I found that putting music to them, I would often make movies, and then I would take a score from you know, like like a Danny Elfman score or something. He was one of my favorites. And I would add that to my crappy little DIY film. And suddenly just having music made it really feel like a production. You know, even if the visual aspect was super, you know, it was like a high eight, one of the first high eight camcorders that came out. And I fell in love with just the merging of sound and vision. And that was enough for me to just really get me off and inspire me and and satisfy my creative mind, even if it was completely abstract, you know, just playing with the feelings of the alchemy of what would happen combining this visual with this sound and this and, and so on. There are stories in that, and the story might not be a waking life obvious story, but sometimes it's telling stories that words can't, and, and I think sometimes that can be more powerful than a song with vocals or lyrics. There's a lot more from Mike and Nelson on the full 55-minute program we entitled Wondrous Particle of the Nelson Muse. You can find the links to Micah, all of the folks we're catching glimpses of in today's show, and all of the guests that we've had on Song of the Soul since 2005 on northernspiritradio.org and also for the Spirit in Action guests we've had, and much, much more. Visit our site, post comments, consider supporting us with a donation, but especially remember to support the incredible community radio station in your area. You're hearing clips from the Song of the Soul programs at the end of 2019, just before live venues had to close down because of COVID-19. We've shared three artists so far in this retrospective, and now on to a fourth, this one located in Detroit, Michigan. Sigrid Christensen and I had been talking for a while already when I asked her more about her dreams and animals. You mentioned early on in your dreams that amongst the things that enter into your dreams are animals, right? Yeah. So Vixen, which I understand is a female fox, do you get foxes in your dreams? (laughs) This was not a fox dream. This is actually, again, going back to the wildlife that's around me. And one winter, I think it was that cold, bitter, bitter, bitter winter of 2014, 
when the Arctic vortex came down here, it was that winter, was the winter of foxes out our back gate. And there was a family of foxes that lived under a big pine tree that had boughs that went all the way down to the ground. And I was out throwing the ball for my dog, and the ball went under this tree. This was the first snow of the year, too. This was an early December snow, and out popped a fox. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness. And so that whole winter I watched these foxes. There were three young ones and two older ones. I saw them out there in blizzards. I go out and I ski in the winter. And I was even out there because I was fascinated with the fox. I'd just go out and the fox has been around, you know, and I would be looking for their paw prints to see if they'd run past the gate in the night. And there was so much snow and They were always out there, and I watched them fight over squirrels. One caught a squirrel, and one fought over a squirrel. And and so I just imagined this little song of the little vixen who has to work so hard to feed her family and how hard it is out there that I imagine the coyotes did chase them away. And, you know, sometimes people poison them. Sometimes people hunt them, and they may not be able to get enough to eat. So I wrote this little song for the little vixen. Pretty little fox, it's her I know Tracks are fresh in the morning snow Chased a rabbit to the high meadow Go, little vixen, go Took that rabbit to eat your Pretty little vixen, why? 
she must run from the cry of the hunger and the hunter's cow. Feed her pups, she must run from the cry of the hunger and the hunter's cow. Pretty little fox, it's her I know. Her tracks are fresh in the morning snow. Chased a rabbit to the high at Go, little vixen, go. Go, little vixen, go. Go, little vixen, go. I have this image of Sigrid Christensen bouncing over the snow on her skis, doing a virtual dance with the little vixen that lived in her neighborhood there in Detroit, Michigan. Did they stay in the summer as well? No. All winter I saw them, and sometimes they'd go out in a whole group, and I'd see, today I saw five foxes. Or sometimes when the spring came, I saw them laying outside to just soak up the sun, right outside their little den on places where the snow had melted away. You'd see them lying out there in the cold mornings, but it was warm enough and the sun was on them. And then they just disappeared. And I think one of the neighbors actually did poison one of them, and I don't know what happened to the others. The golfers come out in the spring, and even the coyotes don't show up here in the summer. They stay across the street or wherever they go. I didn't see them all this last winter, but I've never seen the foxes since that winter. It's now been the coyotes. I hope we didn't lose any more than one to some terrible death. I thought, I hope the rest of them went off and are being wild somewhere else. You can learn more about Sigrid Christensen and the stories she shared with us back in December of 2019 by listening to the full interview on northernspiritradio.org under the title, Dreams, Animals, and Free Folk. Then, the next week, I sat down with Dean Stevens to visit a collection of songs he assembled. Remember, this was December 14, 2019, called holiday songs you won't hear at the mall. We'll hear just one of the songs shared by Dean. I wanted to come back to the idea of this collection that you put together back around 2012, holiday songs you won't hear at the mall. I was wondering how you would even know if they were being played at the mall, because I just get the idea you're not any kind of a mall muffin. I just looked at the list of songs that I've been drawn to over the years and realized that it's a very different appetite I have than the ones that you would hear in those commercial centers. Well, where should we go now as we listen to this music that we won't hear at the mall? Let's do Twas on a Night Like This. Okay, and where did this? when did this come into your lexicon? I found this on a Pete Seeger Christmas cassette that I bought for a dollar at a thrift store. My recollection that on the cover of the cassette, it said it was Italian in origin. And this one, unlike some of the other ones, I later replaced with a an actual studio recording. So it's going to sound quite a bit better than most of the straight into the iPad songs. Why did this one particularly grab you? What's different about this and 
as opposed to the first Noel or, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? I just really like the melody. And Pete Seeger kind of gave it his own take with maybe some of the lyrics near the end. And my understanding is that the Italian song from which this comes, I mean, that's definitely what the music is, that there was only one verse of that that comes down to us that Pete added a couple verses on to it. And so it's adapted, and I think you've adapted some of Pete's lyrics as well. That's right. That's where I got the whole thing from. So it sounds like you know more about the origins of this than I do. <laughs> I'm supposed to know things because I do a Song of the Soul program I've been doing for 14 years. It's amazing the number of wonderful artists that I've been encountering over these years, and I keep learning every day, every week about more. But one of the lyric changes that you did that I liked, I think it's the last verse or so, in the lyrics that Pete Seeger used, it said, they searched the skies in vain. If turned their glance within, they would find that star again. You turned it to we and our heart, and I commend you on that. People can listen to it right now. It's called Twas on a Night Like This. It's a traditional Italian song adapted by Pete Seeger and adapted again by our guest today for Song of the Soul, Dean Stevens. Was on a night like this A little babe was born The shepherds gathered round To guard him till the dawn Above them shone the star A star of wondrous light that never since in all these years Have we seen one half so bright Shining so truly, shining so brightly Guiding their footsteps from afar It led them through the night A path to love and brotherhood by following its light Oh, come with us tonight And join us on our way For we have found that star again To greet a better day Although throughout the land We search the skies in vain If turned our glance within our heart We would find that star again Shining so truly, shining so brightly Guiding their footsteps from afar it leads us through the night A path to love and brotherhood By following its light 
shining so truly, shining so brightly, guiding our footsteps from afar. It leads us through the night, a path to love and brotherhood by following its light. Dean Stevens is with us here today for Song of the Soul, doing a special holiday season songs. Holiday songs you won't hear at the mall. That was one of them. It was called Twas on a Night Like This. Uh, Originally, it comes from Italy via Pete Seeger to Dean Stevens. And you can see why it's a special song. Uh, Dean Stevens' website is deanstevens.com. On SoundCloud is where you'll find this entire recording, all of these recordings that he did for the 12 days of Christmas. And that full interview with Dean Stevens is on the website as well. Holiday songs you won't hear at the mall. This retrospective of the Song of the Soul guests we had in November and December of 2019 is rolling to the end. But we've got one more guest to share with you, and we're going to hear two songs from her. It was the second full Song of the Soul interview I did with Sally Rogers, and a great way to end 2019, so close to when the live music scene was forced into more than a year of hibernation. The program was called In the Name of All of Our Children, and Sally was with us on December 28th. We'd already covered a number of her songs. There's this other song, which we can play next, called A Quiet Soul. This, again, it's another one of my very favorite songs, mainly because it was written for a very favorite person. Um, You asked me at the beginning about my spiritual influences. I grew up in an Episcopal household. My mother was the organist at the church, and so I pretty much grew up in the church. And my brother-in-law is the Episcopal Bishop of Chicago for another year. And then he's retiring. So that has loomed large in my life, although I'm not a churchgoer and I'm not, I don't consider myself to be an adherent of any particular faith. But I'm married to a man who is Jewish and my kids are adopted from India. And I have songs in the Unitarian hymnal. And then there's this song, which was written for Esther Mabel Yoder, who was a Mennonite woman in Newport News, Virginia. Esther Mabel and her husband, John David Yoder, invited me to write the music and the songs for some folk operas that they had proposed. A woman named Joe Carson was the playwright, and I was writing the music. They were all based on oral histories that Esther Mabel had collected, and other people as well, had collected in the in their community. She and John David and, and working in that community, that was a life-changing experience for me. And, you know, one of those great formative experiences, meeting those people, sharing in their stories, it was amazing. So anyway, this song, A Quiet Soul, was written for Esther Mabel when she passed. During the whole time that I was working on these projects, she was fighting breast cancer. When she died, I couldn't make it down to the memorial due to other commitments. And so I was fortunate to have this song drop in my lap, and I sang it into the computer and then sent the MP3 down by email, and they actually played it at the memorial. So that's what this song's about.
Quiet Soul Has Left This Earth for Esther Mabel Yoder by Sally Rogers. In 2013, Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt released the album Evidence of Happiness. A song, A Quiet Souls Left This Earth, was on there. Obviously, deeply rooted. I was actually wondering if Esther was someone you had known. There's so much heart and connection there. How in-depth did you know of her? I worked in their community for about four years. I stayed at her house a lot. In fact, my introduction to Esther Mabel first was by phone, but then when I came down to be interviewed for the position of writing songs, 
they had a breakfast meeting at their house in the kitchen around this wonderful kitchen table, huge table. There were about 10 of us at the meeting, the board from this organization and, and me. They got ready to serve breakfast and they said, let us pray. And everybody joined hands around the table and I'm expecting a prayer to come out. And instead, it was four-part harmony singing a hymn. And <laughs> it was so beautiful. I said, oh, my God, I think I'm in the right place. I, I, was, just, I was in heaven right there at the breakfast table. Well, I don't know of any other person I've ever met who's written for Mennonite folk operas. And so you are now unique in my experience. Yeah, well, I, I think so, yeah. I was honored to be involved in that project. You know, when we gather for meals here at my little Quaker meeting in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and we hold hands in silence for a moment, and then we sing a song. So, you know, thank you for this food, this food, this glorious, glorious food, or or other such songs. I'm pretty sure we don't manage four-part harmonies, but it seems very much the right way to start a meal. Yeah. I think we have time for one more song. Let's squeeze it in here. Yeah, let's end with this one. I wrote this one fairly recently, and it's based on a quote from Dorothy Day. She said, there's no time to feel hopeless when there's so much work to do. And that's the chorus of the song. I just want to thank you very sincerely for joining me again. I really cannot believe I let 12 years slip by since the last time that I had you. Well, it slipped by so fast. I didn't notice either. So <laughs> but thank you so much for having me back. I'm, I'm really happy to have my voice heard up there in the northwest corner of Wisconsin. I love that part of the world. Well, and it's going out far beyond this. You know that our programs are on some 40-plus stations nationwide. Oh, that's and, and we're definitely over in Massachusetts in a few places, and there's seven or eight stations in California and so on. So this is going out to the entire country. Well, can I ask that any of your listeners that want to, please sign up for my mailing list, my email list. It's on my website, sallyrogers.com, R-O-G-E-R-S. It'd be great if they just sign up my email list. It's right on the front page. So just go there and do so. That'd be lovely. And then I'll see you on the road somewhere. And remember to check out her retrospective of her music, 40 Years, 40 Songs, Thumbnail Drive. That's just been released, I guess, a week ago. So please get in on that, sallyrogers.com, links on nordenspiritradio.org. The song that you and Claudia sing that reverberates in my soul is Quetico and reverberates in the soul of my wife as well, who's a, a deep lover of the canoeing areas up there. Thank you for the music, for the joy, the inspiration, the world healing music that you bring to the world, and for joining me again for Song of the Soul. You're welcome, and thanks to Community Radio. And so here is the last song by Sally Rogers, No Time to Feel Hopeless. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul, No Time to Feel Hopeless. You read a book, one word at a time, one word at a time. You read a book, one word at a time, until your book is through. You learn to swim, one stroke at a time, one stroke at a time. Learn to swim, one stroke at a time, then you can cross the pool. There's no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless, when there's so much work to do. Ten miles, 
One step at a time, one step at a time. Walk ten miles, one step at a time until your journey's through. You build a house, one brick at a time, one brick at a time. Build a house, one brick at a time, and then you enjoy the view. There's no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless when there's so much work to do. Fix this world one mess at a time, one mess at a time. Fix this world one mess at a time. Together we'll all pull through. There's no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless, no time to feel hopeless when there's so much work to do. There's no time to feel hopeless. work to do We closed out that interview with Sally Rogers on 12-28-2019 with No Time to Feel Hopeless which was, as you know now, just before we started into the very trying times of COVID-19. All the excerpts on today's programs were from Song of the Soul episodes in November and December of 2019. I hope you enjoyed this flashback to those months, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.